Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Two on, one out. And the pitch. Swung on. Did it. Crushed. And the Phillies are going to lead it. Four to nothing. A three-run home run for Reese Hoskins. His first postseason home run. And he's sprinting around third base. Ah, the goosebumps with that call. Welcome on in. It is WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Welcome in. We got a a ton to talk about this morning here, Hugh. Um, We'll get to the Sixers. Nice win last night without Joel Embiid, who was out with foot soreness. Another game tonight. Big one on TNT against the Mavericks. A lot of Eagle stuff as well off of the Combine. And, uh, and all the news coming out from this. So we'll get to some Eagles stuff. We'll get to the Sixers. We're going to play a game today and have a giveaway. Our first crack at a, uh, a really fun game will start in about a half hour from now. But, but I want to start, and we played the cut there of, of the home run. Reese Hoskins against the Braves last year at Citizens Bank Park as that as really an incredible month of Phillies baseball took hold. But, Hugh, we're, we're exactly four weeks away from opening day today. Four weeks. Four weeks from now, we will be getting set for the Phillies and the Texas Rangers opening day Less than a month away now. And, and the excitement, Hugh, is, is off the charts here for this Phillies team, as it should be. I mean, they, they were in the World Series last year. They were two games away from winning a championship and having to parade here in Philadelphia. And you think about what they did this offseason, Hugh. They brought in Trey Turner, right? They added the maybe the best shortstop, but certainly one of the couple you know, top two or three best shortstops in baseball. Some people believe the best shortstop in baseball. But, but I look at it like this. The, the expectations for this team are so sky high. And I look, I believe they're going to be a good team. I believe this is going to be a playoff team. I believe they have a chance, a chance to get back to the World Series. But you, I, I don't expect them. Like it's, it's such a big bar to get all the way back to go, do, do it again. And I don't expect this team to be back in the World Series. I hope, I believe they can, but I don't expect it. Hugh, where, where do you, what do you think on the Phillies in terms of your, your expectations? I expect them to be. I really do. When I look at, when I look at this team and the improbable run that they had last year, mm-hmm. listen, I'm a f- f- hey, full disclosure – I was all in on the Atlanta Braves last year. You were there. I was there in Atlanta, working in Atlanta, so I don't want anybody to come at me talking about, oh, well, you were talking about the Braves last year, because I was. Sure. I was. But you got to see what the Phillies did to them. I got to see what the Phillies did, and that when I saw that, man, there were two things that stuck out to me, was that at that point, looking at that, the Braves were the better team. Mm-hmm. The Phillies beat them, and, and the song that I remember being played was what, the Cold, Cold Heart song? And I was like, this team to me is in a situation where they're believing in themselves and and there's nothing that they feel that they can't do as a cohesive unit. You know, everybody's in the locker room dancing and singing to that song and everything like that. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world, man. Yes. And and that like at at its core. That's what sports is all about, man. It's about when you're young and you're thinking about all your little friends when you play T-ball with and all the other stuff and being and, and you felt like that was the best summer of your life. That's what that's at the core. That's what sports is all about. And if you could capture that feeling and get everybody buying into, the, into that, 
there's no telling what you could potentially do. And I'm thinking that with all of that being said, and the fact that you brought Trey Turner mm-hmm. in, come on, man, and, and the camera guy, your bullpen, yeah, listen, they added a lot. You've made moves to let people know that last year wasn't a fluke, that you're pushing all in, and you feel like you got a team that could get there. So you went out and you spent money like you felt like you had a team that can get there. Well, and they had to. 215-592-9494. Because we could be real about last year's team. It was an amazing run, an amazing month. They recaptured everyone's heart in the city. They they came together, like he was saying. They, they were a cohesive unit. That There was great chemistry there. And I think they learned how to win. Because for years I was saying about this team, they have no idea how to win. They have some talent, but they have no idea how to win. They figured that out in October. And, and that, I think, could carry over. But let's not forget, this was an 87-win team. Like This was a team... And I remember, and look, I, I, I said here last week of the season, I was like, I don't even want them to make the playoffs because I was so frustrated at how they were playing and how they were collapsing again. They only won 87 games. They finished in third place in the division. And I, th- I think when we look at the expectations for this year, you know, the, we all have the same hope. But we look at the expectations here, Hugh, the, the one thing I keep coming back to is Bryce Harper might miss the entire first half That's of the tough. season. That's a lot to miss. You, you know what's funny? When you were telling me that, like you were talking about Bryce Harper being out, and then when you actually told me how long, you're talking about potentially to the All-Star break? Yeah. That's a long time to hold the fort. But I will say this. When you talk about the enthusiasm that Trey Turner has, the fact that we are – Howard, Uncle Howard was on here the other day, you know, talking about the potential lineup that you're going to put together before yep. until Bryce Harper gets back. That's that's cause for optimism, in my, my opinion, because you have a pretty good lineup with Bryce Harper out, and you've seen what that lineup looks like when, when he's not there. But you've also seen when, like when he is there. So there's something that if you can hold the fort, and that's what baseball is. You know, the first couple months of the season, you're going to be in a situation where everybody's going to be adjusting to the new pitch clock and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You can put yourself in a surprising situation. Well, you can. And look, and there's, there's evidence, right? Last year, Harper broke his thumb. So he missed two months last year. And they, they, they did hold the fort. They, they were actually pretty good without him. To do it again is going to be tough. 215-592-9494. Do you expect the Phillies – to go back to the World Series. Talking expectations four weeks away from opening day. Obviously, a lot of excitement down in Clearwater. We're going to be there doing our shows in a couple weeks. And uh, Andrew Painter pitched yesterday, which we'll get to. But the other thing, the NL is so good. Like, I, I, I think what, what they did last year, we almost have to have more appreciation for it. The NL is a gauntlet. It almost reminds me you of the AFC in the NFL. That's what the NL is, right? The mm-hmm. National League is like the AFC. To get out of the NL, the Phillies have to go through some Murder's combination. Low. The Mets who you know, are going to be good again. They, you know, they, I know they lost to Grom, but they're going to have Verlander now. The Braves, who are not going, you know, maybe they take a little step back, but they're not going to be bad. They're going to be a really good team. The Cardinals in the NL Central, and then you go to the West. I mean, you have the Dodgers, who won over 110 games last year, and there's the Dodgers. And then there's the Padres, who have become like out of nowhere this team that spends just as much as the Phillies, if not more, and the Mets. It's, it's crazy. So if it's that's gauntlet. Like, I, Do I think the Phillies will make the playoffs? Yes. But can they get through that whole thing again? That's hard. Believability. When you talk about all those teams, the one thing that I remember about baseball in the past is that every year it was basically chalk. doesn't feel like that. It didn't feel like that last year. <clears throat> when you talk about the class of the NL East, that was the Atlanta Braves. That was the Atlanta Braves. You mm-hmm. talk about the Mets and how they were the front runners in the East all last year. Both of those teams were sent home. Early. Sent home packing. So that's, that's why I believe, I believe believability is is what the Bra- excuse me is what the Phillies have going for them right now. Yeah. Cuz they believe in one another. They had a great locker room. Locker room chemistry is great. That's that's those intangibles. That's one of those intangibles 
that you can never quantify when you talk about going on playoff runs and things of that nature. You cannot quantify that believability that the, the teammates have in one another, the love that they have for one another, and the willingness to sacrifice certain things in order to get back to that moment. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna need some of these guys to step up, too. A guy like Nick Castellanos had a terrible year last year. He needs to be better. The only If you're going to convince me today the Phillies are going back, Castellanos has to be better. They need to get growth out of guys like Bowman and Bryce Stott, and they got to hope you that their pitchers hold up because – Think about it. They had to pitch an extra month last year. That yeah. that could be hard on those guys. Sometimes those guys get t- hurt the next year. They they're tired. It's it's a lot on but those guys. But I think guys. that's why you are so excited about Andrew Payne and yep. what he brought to the table yesterday. Fresh hit ninety nine. Hit ninety nine yesterday. I can't imagine what it's like to be be in the box trying to hit a. Uh, 99-mile-an-hour fastball. Cannot hard. imagine. I, I imagine it, it's it's pretty hard to do. It's, it's hard enough for me to read the fine print. On, on my phone sometimes, <laughs> let alone see a pitch coming at that velocity. Yeah, these guys, their talent is <laughs> off charts. 215-592-9494. Phillies expectations. We are four weeks away from opening day. Do you expect this Phillies team to go back to the World Series? Hugh does. I, I don't. It's not because I don't believe in them, not because I don't think they're going to be a good team. I do. I, I, mean, I, I think the Phillies are going to be a team that really should, should be in the 90-win range. But to get back there again, that's such a high bar. I don't expect it. Kyle Quinn, where do you come down on this? What are you feeling here as we are uh, we're just four weeks away from opening day? Oh, I'm pumped, man. I, I, I think they're going back. I really do. I, it's easy for me to say, yeah, they finished in third place in the NL East. They only won 87 games. Those numbers are a little bit tainted, though, because we were stuck with a guy who was a turd of a manager for the first <laughs> portion of the yeah, first portion of the season. I choose to look at how this team became a completely different team. When Rob Thompson took over, uh, how they sustained some big injuries to Gene Segura, Bryce Harper. Uh, and now you look at this team, they're better equipped to be able to sustain some of those injuries if they come up again. And we know that the Bryce Harper thing is something that we're going to be dealing with to start the season. So they have Trey Turner now to help deal with that. And they have a deeper bullpen to help sustain some possible injuries that will be coming in the pitching staff. So I look at this team more as the team that went on a deep run when Rob Thompson took over rather than the team that, you know, finished with 87 wins and third place in the NL East. I'm stuck on third. Well, Girardi was here. I mean, it's it's the truth. I mean, it's harsh, but it, it is the truth. That guy had so much. Every, you 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 wouldn't believe how excited people were when they hired uh, Joe Girardi. This uh, town was so excited, um, and he was awful here. No, no, no. I'm still stuck on <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to the phone lines, speaking of Rob Thomas, I want you to hear this because one of the things that this this city and, and certainly this team has going for them is if and when they get back to the playoffs, the atmosphere, and really what I thought was a true home field advantage of the playoffs. Here's Rob Thompson on, on what it was like here last year. After the World Series was over, I was talking to a, uh, a coach on another club that we had played in the World Series, and we were talking about the playoffs and, and how it went, and, and he said, he said, I'll tell you one thing. He said our players couldn't concentrate. They couldn't think straight. Um, he said between the way your players played and the atmosphere of the fans in the ballpark, he said it was truly four hours of hell coming into CBP. Four hours of hell here. I believe that. I believe that. It was different. We talked about that a few days ago. We talked about how when they start winning, how the atmosphere in the ballpark was different. Mm-hmm. Listen, fans. Players feel that. Players see that. And a lot of times it could be intimidating to some people. I remember one of the biggest advantages that we always had playing in the vet was the vet. Yep. It was the fans and the turf. Now, at 51 years old, I'm paying for that now because my knees hurt <laughs> as we speak. But in the moment. But in the moment, I was good to go. 
But right now, these knees are screaming right now. I bet they are. I bet they are. 215-592-9494. All right, last thing to, to throw out there, and we'll get to the phone lines here, on all, all your feelings and, and really your expectations. Do you expect this team to be back in the World Series in 2023? So in the last 30 years, and this just, it, it strikes me, in the last 30 years, only four teams have lost and gone back the next year. It's hard. It is hard. Extremely hard. To get back up, and, and we'll deal with this with the Eagles next season in the NFL, but it's hard to get back up and do it again. 215-592-9494. Your expectations. Do you expect the Phillies to get back to the World Series this fall? Let's go to the phone lines here. Bridget is up first. What's up, Bridget? Bridget, how you hey. doing? Good, good. Your agent's on the line here. Yes. There we go. I like that. That's a good way to start the show. What's up? What are you thinking, Bridget? The Phillies are going to do it. I mean, I've been, you know, I'm so happy we finally got a bullpen that we got backups and we're ready to go. Because I know in the past history, our bullpen was suffering. Oh, I mean, Bridget, it was probably the biggest reason why they couldn't get over the hump and make the playoffs all those years, right? That bullpen was just, it was horrendous. Oh, I mean, it ki- killed it them. And it killed them. It was like, okay, they used, like, uh, I remember when we had Kurt Schilling, Darren Dalton, and you had this, and I was like, yeah, there goes Mitch Williams and all these people. And I was like, man, we need help in our bullpen. <laughs> yeah, and to your point, Bridget, it is deeper now, right? Uh, you mentioned they added Craig Kimbrell, who's not what he used to be, but like he's still a solid pitcher. Sure, yeah, I mean, he, he will help them, uh, especially if they have some other injuries out there. Right. So, But no, I think the Phillies are going to do it again, but we're going to be better and stronger. Well, and here's and Bridget, we appreciate you. you. The funny part is, I think they're actually a better team now than they were last year. But it's harder to go back. It's just no, harder it to is. go back. You, you, you know it is. But I think, like I said, I, I think when you believe in yourself, I mean, we did it three times here with the Eagles. We went to the NFC Championship three times mm-hmm. and make it to the Super Bowl. But to be in that position, to be in that conversation, you know, that's what we strive for. And and I and I tell you, it almost feels like this. The first year that we made it to the playoffs, it was like, wow, this is a great feeling. Like, I want to feel this again. So everything that you did in that offseason was preparing you to get back to that moment. And that's the best part about the, the position that I feel that the Phillies are in. They, they were in that moment, and they were feeling it with the music and everything. I mean, that, that's one of the best feelings in the world when you have a bunch of guys that are all on the same page, mm-hmm. on the same accord. And, and, and you want to get that feeling back. And on top of that, when the organization shows you that they're all in with you, they're right there with you. They went out and got Trey Turner. And the best part about that was they didn't just get him, they got him right away. Like, yeah, they didn't mess around. They, it for, was here's no, 300 it was million. No him and Han. It was like, yo, bro, we're trying to get you here. We want you here. We feel like you are a piece that, that we, we could have to get us over the hump. And when, when, you, when players see that, it gets you excited about number one, the, the organization spending money. Mm-hmm. You want to be a part of that money train. And number two, it's like, dude, like they're serious about us. And the fact that they, they like what we did last year, and they're trying to keep it going. Yeah, the front office obviously believes this team is really close. And, and, and last October, I mean, they, Hugh, they had the Astros on the ropes. They were up two games to one. They yeah. blew them out in game three. I mean, I, when, when I was at Citizens Bank Park for game three, I felt like they were going to win the World Series. And then, obviously, it went bad from there. They lost the next three games. But, but man, they were you're, that's close. Like to, take, to be up on the Astros in the World Series – you're, they're good. I mean, they're, yeah. they're a really good baseball team. It's a matter of can they do it again? Can they do it over 162? And, and I, I just – and I heard DeCamera say it the other day. I think we are downplaying a little bit how much they're going to miss Bryce Harper. Just because just they got through two months last year, can they get through two or three months this year? That's It's so much. I mean, he is by far 
their best hitter. I mean, Trey Turner might be their best overall player now, but he's their best hitter, and that's a lot to miss. Yeah, I understand what, what that is, but I think with the momentum that you have with everybody knowing that and, and rallying around mm-hmm. that, you can, you can make that happen. It's not going to be easy, no question, but I'm not sitting here trying to make you think it's going to be easy. But it can't be done because it has been done. Yeah, and the other thing, and, and, and we'll see where they land in this division. I think they've closed the gap a little bit on the Braves and Mets, but they're the, we talked about the odds the other day. They're, they're still third to win the division. They were third last year, and I, I know they went on a magic run, but if they don't win the division, they got to go through an extra round of the playoffs. That's, that's not easy. John's in Philly. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing today? Good, John. You what, are you, what are you feeling, John? Dude, my, my expectations are certainly that they uh, – I, I certainly do expect them to go back to the World Series. I mean, you know – we as Phillies fans have been through some things with this team, especially, you know, our managers, you know, Mr. Curveball Machine, you know, Girardi, who seemed like he, let, he lost uh, he lost touch. And then all of a sudden, Thompson gets promoted, and the whole aura of this team changes. And we as Philly fans embrace that. And, you know, the management showed us that, yes, we are close, but, you know, they weren't, you know, during the offseason, they, they didn't take close as acceptable. They went out and they built, you know, a team that they thought could – First of all, survive Bryce Harper being out. But second of all, you know, go for the long haul. I mean, the improvement in our bullpen, you know, we got a you know a new young, fresh 19-slash-20-year-old arm coming up. I mean, you know, they're all in, and we as Philly fans, you know, appreciate that. And I'm sure we're going to be all in as well. And, uh, you know, I think the expectations are certainly that you know, we should go back to the World Series. Um, you know, we just got to we got to weather the storm a little bit with Bryce Harper being out, but I think they did that. I think they improved the team for that. Yeah, and your point, John, there on Thompson is a great one. I mean, I, I thought I thought they actually last year took on the personality of both managers. Like they were kind of all over the place, frenetic those first couple months. They, they you know they couldn't handle pressure well, kind of like Girardi. And then Thompson it, didn't it just feel like he calmed them down and they could play. No, absolutely. I mean, it, it seemed like they embraced his ideas, and there wasn't as much tension. There wasn't as much. You know, as far as pressure on them, they, he he allows them to be themselves, which is huge when you're a team. Definitely, I I definitely totally agree with that, man. Just let allow personalities to come out. I don't know what the locker room music was before they went on the winning. Yeah, streak. Schwarber kind of brought that in last year. He was a big deal. You know, there there's certain guys on um on certain teams that they're just a natural leader. I think every good team has just he's like that guy's the leader of the team. Kyle Schwarber is one of the best leaders in sports. I mean. Yeah. They, I think he kind of showed them how to win, and he was the one that brought that music in there. Yeah, because, man, listen, the, the one thing that, that we used to do comparing it to football is every game day we kept it light because, you know, some guys have rituals where, you know, you go in the locker room and, and you know, you see the old pictures. It's always tight. To be loose and, and, and to not make the moment bigger than it really needs to be, I think that's very important. And that's one of the, one, that's one of the reasons why when they beat the Braves, that, that's – Hearing that song, that stuck out to me. Yeah. That stuck out. And then they were playing a song in the locker room. I was like, wow, that's, that's a team right there. They were. They, they became. It's funny, last year, because I, I would say, Kyle, what, it, 80% of people didn't believe that they were any – didn't believe in the team much, right? And But then when, once they beat the Braves, and we played the Hoskins moment to start the show, once they beat the Braves, it was like, oh, like this is like a magic run now. Yeah. I mean, people really didn't buy into the team until the very moment that they clinched the playoffs mm-hmm. in September because we were dealing with 10 years of, of just the same nonsense over and over again. And then as every series went by, it's kind of like, all right, you know, maybe we have a chance at, at winning this next one. And then all of a sudden we're in the World Series, expectations go boom, and now we're right back. Yeah, it just it just grew and grew and grew. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you expect the Phillies to go back to the World Series this October? 
I think it's going to be a really good team, really fun summer, but I, that's it's a big expectation. I don't quite expect that. Hugh does. Warren is up here. What's up, Warren? Hey, hey Hugh. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thank you for calling. What's up, Warren? Uh, Joe, uh, remember last year you you did, you counted them out and you got them in, so you could keep that same vibe going. That's it. I, keep I, I'm, that just, I'm just that's, trying to help them out. To I doubt it, they, and they, they proved me wrong. I love it. That's right. That's, that's the way to do it, underestimate and overachieve. Yes. That's, that's the Philadelphia motto for this year, I think. Underestimate, overachieve. I'm good with that, Warren. I'm good, so, right? so what are you feeling? You, you expect them to make it back? I, I expect them to have uh, like a 500 season for the first half of the season. As they get their feet on the ground, all the new players get acclimated. Uh, we wait for Bryce Harper to get back. And then I think in the second half of the season, I think we could look for them to get that, that swagger and, and make their move. So I, I don't count much. I don't want people to get too much into the wins and losses and, and things like that in the first half, but expect that they're going to you know, find their feet for the second half. Yeah, and that's what they did last year, Warren. I mean, that, 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 there is something to that where – yeah, and, and you were saying it. It's not. I mean, the, the first half of the season is kind of about surviving and figuring yourself out, and then you know you got to kind of get hot at the end and make your way to the playoffs. Exactly. And if I have a moment uh, to talk uh, with Hugh, yes, what's going on, man? Hugh, did you see a different team on the uh, on the the floor last night without Joel Embiid? The, the I, same that I, I did. We we talked about that this morning, me and Joe. <clears throat> and I'm gonna say that to this: Joel Embiid is a star. And you have to have a star if we're going to the playoffs. But to answer your question, yes. Because Tyrese Maxey went out there. What did he have, 27 points last night? Correct. It's, it's different, but you need Joel Embiid. And, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But before we go, if, if I have a minute, Tobias Harris scored. The ball was spread around. They played. <laughs> I think Tyrese Maxey said that they had a chip on their shoulder for losing to the uh, – but well, yeah. it's partly that. Yep. It, but you need, like, listen, you need Joel Embiid. And a lot of times when you have stars on the floor, like, say, when you have uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid on the floor, it's hard to distribute the it ball w- around when you have those two players, players of that caliber on the floor. But to answer your question, I know where you're going with that because that's the first thing I thought you need. You're going to need Joel Embiid. Yeah. So, like, that. Well, besides Joel and besides Harden, this team. Yeah, there was a different energy, Warren. I mean, you, you, yeah, we I think we saw it. And Warren, we always appreciate your phone. There was a different energy last night. And, yeah. and hopefully we'll see if Joel could go tonight against Dallas. We'll get that. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop board. Do you expect the Phillies to make it back to the World Series? I have big hopes. I think it's going to be a really good team. I don't expect it. Hugh does. A lot to discuss here. We'll get all your phone calls on this. And we get back. I'll give you an underrated reason why it's going to be a little bit more challenged this year. And we're going to debut... A new segment here. We're going to debut a, a little game we're going to play. We have Joe Conklin tickets to give away. We'll tell you how you can win those on the other side. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.